I'm Kelsey. I'm Cassie. And I'm Nolan from SCP Weekly. We bring you news from on-site and off-site. And we share your love for the creative community that surrounds the SCP Wiki. Join us on Tuesdays for new episodes, wherever you listen to podcasts, or on YouTube at SCP Weekly. The file you are about to hear has been thoroughly scrutinized by the Ethics Committee and approved by the O5 Council for release to trusted associates of the Foundation. This is SCP Unredacted. Item number SCP-7992 Object Class Euclid Special Containment Procedures SCP-7992 is to be kept in an otherwise empty humanoid containment cell at Site-41. A sign with the following statement is to be displayed outside the entity's cell. SCP-7992 is not human. SCP-7992 is a gorilla. Researcher Harrison is dead. A Scranton Reality Anchor, or SRA, deployed beneath the entity's cell is to be monitored by the research lead and serviced when necessary. The entity does not need to be fed. Personnel are forbidden to enter the entity's cell without the express permission of the research lead. If permission is granted, entry must be accompanied by an armed guard and a trained animal handler. As of 28 October 2022, there are zero qualified animal handlers present in Site-41. Permission to enter the cell has yet to be granted. In the event that the entity breaches containment, staff are not to engage it, but evacuate the area and wait for further instructions. Any perceived communication attempts made by the entity should be disregarded. Discussions regarding the perpetuation of containment are ongoing. Description SCP-7992 is an entity resembling a silverback gorilla. The entity has three primary anomalous traits. 1. The entity is seemingly immortal, having demonstrated no need for sustenance and an imperviousness to all damage. As it has demonstrated no need for sustenance, it is hypothesized that the stalking and killing of prey is conducted purely for recreational purposes. 2. The entity has the ability to transform into any other mammal it observes. It has full control over this ability and utilizes it for hunting. In all iterations, the entity retains the strength of its natural form. While the entity has full control over this ability when uncontained, the deployment of an SRA has been found to fully inhibit this anomalous property. This confines the entity to its currently presented facade. 3. The entity has a strong mimetic effect. Any vocalizations or other forms of communication will be perceived as in line with the species it is mimicking. When appearing as human, communication will be observed as coherent sentences in the observer's native language. Discovery The mechanism and origin behind SCP-7992's abilities is unknown. The entity was discovered on 1 February 1971, following an investigation by the former Biogerontology Department, a special enterprise initiated by and reporting directly to O5 Command. During initial containment, the entity attacked and killed researcher James Rupert Harrison, head of the Biogerontology Department, and took on his appearance. The entity displayed a high level of sadism and aggression during this attack. 
Upon discovery of Harrison's corpse, he had been decapitated and all four limbs had been ripped from his torso. Harrison was awarded posthumous foundation honors for his services in containing the anomalous. The biogerontology department was shortly closed after the incident due to a lack of personnel and viable research leads. To this day, the entity still maintains the appearance of researcher Harrison and has demonstrated a reluctance to leave this form. It is hypothesized that this is an attempt by the entity to escape. Due to this, its prior violent behavior and a lack of research potential, all interaction with the anomaly is indefinitely prohibited. Addendum 001 Proposed Containment Procedures Given the potentially infinite lifespan of SCP-7992, O5 Command has tasked the Ethics Committee with creation of containment procedures which would secure the entity on a similarly infinite timeline. Select proposed procedures follow. Proposal. Continuation of current procedures. Status. Rejected. Permanent existence of the Foundation cannot be relied upon. Without maintenance, the containment cell would eventually degrade and free the entity. Proposal. Permanent sedation. Status. Rejected. Unable to penetrate the entity's epidermis to inject substances. Inhalation of sedatives has resulted in no effect. Proposal. Live burial. Status. Rejected. Inevitability of the entity resurfacing after an extended period of time. Proposal. Containment on the ocean floor. Status. Rejected. All liquid water on Earth is estimated to evaporate within approximately 1 billion years' time, allowing for eventual containment breach. The Ethics Committee is accepting potential containment procedure proposals. Addendum 002 Interview with Lauren Colbert On 8 September 2021, Site-41 experienced a major containment breach which led to the release of several high-threat anomalies across the facility. During this, junior researcher Lauren Colbert entered SCP-7992's cell in an attempt to find shelter. An interview was arranged with Dr. Agatha Thorndenson of the Ethics Committee as part of an investigation into the breach. Begin log. A staff recreational room has been booked for the interview. Dr. Thorndenson enters the room and takes a seat in an armchair. Junior researcher Colbert sits opposite, on a sofa. The latter appears disheveled and uneasy. Hi, Lauren. I'm Agatha. Thank you for meeting me at such short notice. As I said in my message, I'm helping to investigate the breach that occurred yesterday. We're interviewing as many people as we can to get as complete a picture as possible of what happened. In your own words, and your own time, could you please tell me what you recall from yesterday? Yeah, sure. It... I'm sorry. Let me just... (sighs) Okay. It was just like any other day. I had finished my morning tests and was on my way to the cafeteria. And then it all... It all happened so quickly. I was in corridor G5A, and a group... A mass of people came running around the corner. Split second after they did, the alarm started to flash and sound. 
I didn't have a moment to realize what was going on before someone ran straight into me, sending me onto the floor. Take your time. Sorry. This is the worst breach I've been involved in. By far. I stood up, and I looked down the corridor, and I saw that thing. I turned, and I ran. I don't know in which direction, just that it was away from there. I looked behind me only once, and it was so close. The tentacles were lapping at my feet. There was a door ahead, and I took it. I swiped my card, jumped through, and slammed the door behind me. And this was SCP-7992's cell? Yeah. I realized as soon as I turned around, the gorilla. Poor Dr. Harrison. You'd be hard-pressed to find someone on site who doesn't know that story. It's rare to lose research staff. Even with the rumors of what he was like and was working on, no one deserves to die like that. Rumors? Sorry, I thought you'd have heard him. I think the 70s were a different time in terms of culture. Things allowed that wouldn't be allowed today. A more liberal attitude towards the handling of anomalies. It was a different time. That's when I first joined here. We've gone off topic, though. Please continue. I knew my mistake immediately. I thought I was going to die. We work with the anomalous and the cosmic every day. But there was something so visceral, so real, at the prospect of being torn to death by that thing. And what happened? At first, nothing. We just stared at each other for what felt like a lifetime. I think we were sizing each other up, coming to terms with the situation we found ourselves in. I couldn't even hear the humming of the SRA below us. And those things are usually so loud. I'll be honest with you, Lauren. You got lucky. Really lucky. That thing's been locked away for nearly 50 years now with no outside interaction. If it wasn't due to shock, it would have ripped you to pieces. Ugh. I think that's what it was. He, sorry, it, asked who I was. Why I was there. I've seen the photo of Harrison on the anomaly file. It looked like him, but different, hollow, like there was nothing behind its eyes. The anomaly speaks in glossolalia, nonsense. The mimetic effect converts it to words we understand. Don't think too much about what is said. What occurred next? It came for me, directly at me. It started to run shouting as it did. I turned, swiped my card, and left. I knew I'd be dead for certain if I stayed in there. I chose to take my chances outside. Okay. Thanks, Lauren. I appreciate you telling me this. It doesn't sound like a pleasant experience. Have you been prescribed amnestics before? Colbert shakes her head. I'd recommend them. I've used them several times myself to help process trauma. Let me write you up an order now, and you can take it straight to provisions. They'll be able to explain how to administer them. Thorndenson takes a notepad from her jacket and begins to write. She hands Colbert the prescription, and the two get up to leave the room. Thanks, Doctor. Please, call me Agatha. 
thinks Agatha. I know you said not to pay attention to its words, but as I was leaving, it was screaming at me. It stuck with me more than anything else I saw that day. This is precisely why you should take the amnestics. I promise they'll help. What did you think the anomaly was saying, though? It screamed the same thing over and over again. Tell them I'm sorry. End log. Input level 5 credentials. Access granted. Internal Affairs. SCP-7992 Interview 051. 18,101 days since last interview. Dr. Thorndinson enters the entity's cell. Some company must have been nice the other day. First human interaction in nearly 50 years. She passed on your message. SCP-7992 is huddled in a corner on the floor. Thorndinson begins to walk over. But we don't need you to be sorry. We just need you to tell us how you did it. What use is immortality if you're imprisoned forever? Thorndinson reaches the entity and squats down next to it. You can leave this cell. Come with me right now. Be free. Please, let me help you. The entity looks up and makes eye contact with Thorndinson. Agatha. Thorndinson smiles. Yes, it's me. The entity begins to laugh. (laughs) You got old. Thorndinson stands and takes a step back. So many new wrinkles. Your bones ache yet. As the rot set in. Thank you for reminding me why I'm here. I rescind my apology. Funny. Well, let's see how funny you are after another 50 years. I'll still be here, Agatha. Will you? Last chance. The entity laughs. Thorndinson begins to walk away. (laughs) Fifty. Five hundred. Five thousand. Fifty thousand. Thorndinson bangs on the cell door. Her security attaché opens it. I'll still be here, Agatha. I'll always be here. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, join my Discord community, hire me on Fiverr, or help support me by becoming a patron for as little as $3 a month. Regardless of tier, all patrons get early access to every single episode. The links are in the description. I don't have the talent it takes to write a skip. All I do is read. Original authors make this podcast possible. So, credit to the original author. Their link's in the description. Show them some love as well. Consider becoming a member of the SCP Wiki, upvote their work, and maybe write a skip of your own. 
Maybe I'll read it here someday. You never know if you never try. The content of this podcast and content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under Creative Commons ShareLite 3.0, and all concepts originate from scpwiki.com and its authors. This recording, being derived from this content, is hereby also released under Creative Commons ShareLite 3.0. I'm Grigori Carpin from Simply Creative People, the podcast where we discuss GOIs, canons, and stories from the SCP Wiki, and we try to recommend things for all fans of the Wiki, new and old. Look for us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Visit the show page at anchor.fm slash simply-creative-people, or follow us on Twitter at S-I-M-C-R-E-A-T. Hey there, this is DJ Skip, host of Foundation After Midnight Radio, coming to you from the only third shift broadcast for personnel, by personnel. Be sure to tune in wherever you listen to podcasts to not miss out on containment news and community announcements from within the Foundation.